Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 31. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always, always by Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing, man? Doing great, doing great. Episode 31. Wow. Yeah, man. Like I said, we we rocking and rolling with this show, man. 31 episodes, man. 31. Yeah. It's been a. I would say that this season has been a interesting one because of everything been going on with the pandemic. But yeah, it's definitely made things very interesting for a while. We didn't know if we were gonna even get a baseball season, but like I said, we did pretty good filling in, talking about you know we talked about Maddox, we talked about Gal Ripken, you know the consecutive game streak, which actually had the twenty five year anniversary this past week. Yeah. The um, anniversary for his uh, breaking through Gary's record and talked about a variety of different teams the Marlins team, the Cubs World Series team so we just did a lot of cool good stuff to kind of fill the void to we actually could start talking about some actual games and stuff. Well, of course. So we did a good job. Yeah, I mean it's it's what it was sports. Like I said I said on previous episodes uh, it's a sport that's been around for over 200 years so it has mm-hmm. a lot of history that can be covered. It sure does. And we've been and that's the one of the basic best things about this show. We've been learning so much about a variety of different things in the game of baseball. It's been a great learning experience for us too here. Oh, most deaf, most deaf. Mm-hmm. So you ready to get started into this week's show? Yes, sir. Cool. All right. So we're gonna be talking about the MVP award in baseball as well as some of our favorite MVP seasons that we've enjoyed over the years. So, yeah, the MVP award, it's been around since 1931. It's been awarded by the uh, Baseball Writers Association. And let's see. It became an official award in uh, 1944 in honor of one of the former commissioners, um, Ken Shaw uh, Landis, who served um, commissioner from 1920 until he died in uh, 1944. And they said normally the voting takes place like uh, before the postseason, but the results are not announced until after the World Series. And it's like it's interesting, like the breakdown of like people that have won the award from the different positions. They said 34 winners have come from first base. Uh, infield, uh, second base, they've had 16 winners. Third base is at 15 winners. Uh, 15 as well for shortstop. And it's normally not a pitcher's award, but of the 25 uh, pitchers who have won the award, we had 15 that were right-handed and 10 that were left-handed. Because normally it goes to the position players. We have had some pitchers that have um, won the award as well. And, I mean, you look at some of the names that have won the won MVP award. It's quite impressive. I mean, you look at Cal Ripken, the Ken Griffey Juniors, uh, Barry Bonds. He's won multiple ones. I mean, some of the big names in baseball have won uh, won this award. And let's see, Alex Rodriguez, Ichiro, uh, let's see, Frank Thomas. He won it a couple of times. Uh, Ricky Henderson, I mean, the list goes on and on of some legends. Ted Williams, uh, Joe DiMaggio, looking at some of the different people that have won the award over the years. But um, 
just any thoughts in general of you know the whole MVP award and some of the legends that have won it. Over the year. Just your thoughts about the whole MVP in baseball. Well, I, I as to kind of compare it with the other sports leagues MVP. I feel like the baseball one for a long time at least. Um, it I would say it carried a little bit more weight than mm-hmm. some of the other sports leagues because even, it, it really did feel like the most valuable players won the awards those seasons opposed to mm-hmm. it being so much more like a popularity contest with like the NBA or with football mm-hmm. to some degree. So even like even when I was a kid and everything, I always felt like the baseball MVP, you know, it carried more prestige than the other sports leagues. Um and everything. But um a couple of things I've like noticed like when you were talking about like some of the players that's wanted in the past and everything, the fact that Good old Barry Bonds has won it most. He's won it seven times. Yeah, I noticed that. I said that's some. That's some. That's really amazing. And he, he's. I think he's the only player to win it uh, consecutively four times from two thousand one to two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so that's mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, and when we mm-hmm. mentioned Alex Rodriguez, the fact that. He's the only player to have won the award with two different teams at two different positions. Mm-hmm. That's amazing too. And Frank, and then you had uh, Frank Robinson who yes. won it in both. He's the only person to win it in both leagues, the American and the National. Yes. League. Now that really, that really, that really says something. Like I say, you know, each league has it's a little different for him to go to each league and win the MVP, get to that MVP level. That's that's truly an accomplishment. Yeah. So and. Now, I'm, I'm kind of curious, like, because I'm pretty sure, like, early on, that's why, because, like, some of those names as far as the pitchers that won the MVP, I'm pretty sure early on, this is before they, like, started separating, you know, categories of, you know, the mm-hmm. pitchers only winning Cy Young awards or whatnot. And so I'm pretty sure, yeah, like, very true. before that time, really. And, mm-hmm. yeah, because they have their own separate award where the MVP, you know, most valuable player to the team. But, but I mean, there have been pictures that I feel even in you know from the time we was watching his kids up to now that could be considered the most valuable player on the team. So, oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, let's see. Because when I look at the pictures here, the one you had Sandy Koufax, he wanted uh, Clayton Kershaw won it, and I believe Verlander won it too. I believe he won MVP. I think he won the MVP award one year. So that's a, I mean, that in itself is a feat because you don't see too many pitchers being considered the most valuable players and everything. No, you don't. Yeah, Verlander, he won in 2011. Yeah, normally, normally you don't. You think of the more the position players. You don't think of necessarily the pitcher, even though the pitchers have you have some, you got some great stats and can be definitely considered in that conversation. This you normally don't think. That's not the first thought when you think of like baseball MVP. Yeah, that's not the first thing you normally. Gravitate to. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of it's kind of similar, like how, you know, just kind of going to football real quick um, and everything, like how, you know, the MVP it started out being more of a, you know, okay, who truly is the most valuable player 
award to who's the most valuable quarterback. And it's like, because mm-hmm. you have those anomalies, you know, in recent years where, you know, Adrian Peterson, you know, and everything mm-hmm. like that. But for the most part, it, it's become a quarterback award. It's like, no. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, every, every year it gravitates toward the quarterback, with the exception for AP winning that time. Normally, most times, it's the quarterback that, that wins the MVP. Like, I understand it to an extent, but it would be nice to see some other people, some running backs, wide receivers, maybe a defensive player, see somebody else win that award as well, not just solely be a quarterback award. Yeah, I mean, but as you know, it wasn't always like that. It kind of... No, 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 it wasn't. In recent years, it's kind of like that. Very true, very true. Mm, It's gravitated toward that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, to compare, I mean, quarterbacks and pitchers kind of fall relatively in the same... You know, way even though it's two different sports, but they I put them like on a similar footing to some degree. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, very true, very true. And also too, obviously, obviously, you know, you get an American League MVP and you get a National League MVP, which I'm totally, totally fine with that. But do you think they should just? Do you think they should stick to that format, or should they just give one MVP for like all of baseball? You think? Well. You know, I would say no because of the fact that, you know, the American League has the DH. And, True. Yeah, you know, that's so, a good point. So, yeah, there's, there's a little difference between the leagues. So, no, I don't think they should have an MVP of the whole league because it's like, okay, what if someone that's a DH, what if they win the award? Well, they're not really playing in the field, you know. And True, they just, they, just, they, just, they just hitting. Yeah, so, I mean, anybody could just be a DH. You know, oh yeah, oh yeah, anybody can just go up there and just hit. So, and then like I said, I know even though Alex Rodriguez, you know, he's had his crap in the past. You know, he has his history, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think that's still a, a huge accomplishment for him to win the award. You know, for for multiple positions or whatnot. Oh, definitely, definitely. Like I say, say what you want about the personal, you know, issues and different stuff that he's crap he's dealt with, but he was a very Good player in his day. He was a very good player. And to win it at multiple positions, to win at shortstop and third base, that's that's something you you might not see that again, man. No, I, I don't think so. Mm-mm. And also, like with uh Frank um Frank Robinson, I don't think you guys are gonna have somebody that's gonna win it in both leagues. I don't I don't, I don't see that happening neither. No. So. Yeah, that was like once in a lifetime, you know, accomplishments, but. Okay, on to, like I said, this got a whole list of, you know, different people that have won the award over the years. Any seasons, any, you know, player that has stood out to you, any of the MVP seasons or anything that really, like, stuck out to you over the years? Well, I mean, even though, even though I, I didn't see it live when it actually happened because I was actually a baby when this actually happened, <laughs> but when Roger mm-hmm. Clemens won and 86 because i have like watched this is back you know when he was you know he, he his name wasn't taboo to speak of right <laughs> right <laughs> oh right 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 and <laughs> that 86 season with him i mean it, it, that i think is probably one of the best seasons of any sports player period or whatnot and like I so said, just going back and watching him and watching the highlights of him in that season, it's like, yeah, there's no way he couldn't have been the MVP. Or, you know, Barry Barnes when he just was, 
you know, on a tear in 2001 and just, it's like, you, you're watching history, I should say, you know, and even though the two people I just named, of course, they're surrounded with controversy or whatnot, but at the same time, witnessing it and seeing it happen and everything like that is, it's still, you can't take that away from it. You can't take away the experience of watching. Like I said, even though I didn't see Rogers live, but I have seen like a lot of the highlights from him from that season. But watching Barry Bonds in 2001, I mean, everybody, it was it was Barry mania, basically, right? You know, everything mm-hmm. was him. I mean, the fact that he, like I say, hit, you got people camped out in damn McCovey Cove waiting on the damn baseball to come flying over. The- yeah, <laughs> you so- were, that was that was that was, a, that was a huge thing when people were camped out there trying to get one of them home run balls from Bronx. I never seen all my years of watching baseball, man. I never saw anything like that. That was a very special time yeah. in the game. I mean, damn near about to get a dog on or in the head or something because you diving in the water. <laughs> right, just trying to, trying to get one of them yeah. baseballs, man. Yeah. Get a dog on, you know, freaking canoe all on your back or something like that. Like, what is like, what is this? Like, what are y'all doing? You're basically trying to kill yourself trying to get a freaking baseball that, that's getting hit in the water. So, mm-hmm. like said, yeah, it was wild, man. That was a wild time. And and I, I believe in 2001 too, he was all, he was, he had all those walks, but at the same time, he was still crushing it. That's like, that's, walk- that's, that was the thing. They were getting all those, all those walks and everything, but he was still smacking home runs like nobody's business. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm like, shoot, look, if I was in any of those pictures, like, he's not, he, like, I don't care. As long as I'm in the game, I'm either going to hit him. I'm potentially walking him every time. I don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very true. Like, like pick your poison, one or the other. Because <laughs> he was dangerous at that time. He, he was, he wasn't nothing to play around with. He, he was, he was very dangerous during that time period. Exactly. So, but yeah, but I mean, but like I said, those are probably for me like the two that really come to mind. Um, well, but what about you? Uh, for me, uh, both for Cal Ripken's, uh, uh, MVP seasons, he won it in 83 and in 1993. And I was thinking some of the highlights from both of those seasons, he really did some amazing things. I mean, he set the, they said, they said in the first one, he won in 83, he set the RBI, uh, record for shortstops with 102, he had 211 hits and he was, he had 534 assists. At shortstop, he won the Gold Glove. He had he batted 318 that season, 27 home runs, and became the first player in MLB history to win Rookie of the Year and MVP awards in consecutive seasons. So that was very impressive. And in '93, he was impressive as well. He won the Gold Glove. He won the All-Star Game MVP, and I believe he won the Home Run Derby that year as well. He batted 323, 210 hits, 114 RBIs. 34 home runs. So, yeah, like I said, both his MVP seasons were very, very impressive. Also, in 1997, Ken Griffey's MVP season. He was the unanimous MVP that season. He had 304, 56 home runs, 147 RBIs, 125 runs scored, 185 hits. 
And I was looking at some of the highlights from that season as well. He was just impressive. He was crushing the ball. He was doing everything that season. So those three definitely stand out to me. Also, too, I think it was 2015, uh, Bryce Harper's MVP season. I mean, getting to go to the ballpark and see him, seeing him play that season was very, very impressive. It was 2015. Yeah, 2015 he batted 330. Uh, 42 home runs, 99 RBIs. He'd been having some injuries like the previous couple of years. He stayed healthy for that full season, but he was something special to watch that season too. I remember going to the ballpark watching him play many times in 2015, and he was he was definitely even though the team wasn't that great that year, Harper was definitely you know worth the price of admission that season. So yeah, the Bryce Harper MVP season, the two Cal Ripken MVP seasons, and the Griffey MVP season. Definitely, like I said, if you get a chance to check out any highlights on YouTube and everything, I would highly recommend those. Those are probably the ones that stand out to me the most. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, too, another one, uh, 2001, Ichiro's, uh, I think it was the first or second season in the league, he won the MVP award, batting 350, just eight home runs, 69 RBIs, but he had like 240-some hits that season. Because he wasn't necessarily a power guy, but he could he he was fast and he could hit and he was he came into the league with a whole lot of hype and a whole lot of fanfare and he definitely lived up the expectations. So that's another one. Uh, Ichiro's 2001 MVP season. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean Ichiro, he was definitely something because I mean when he first came over, what he was like. I think he was like thirty or something like that already. Yeah, he was older because he'd been playing in Japan and everything. So he was he was older. He didn't break in like you know, young. He was already in his thirties by the time he broke yeah. into the league. So, so yeah, he he didn't have any problem adapting to you know the American style baseball. So no, not at all. He he fit in perfectly. And I just only imagine if he had came in when he was younger. I'm, I'm, I mean, he was good when he came in at you know. Age thirty, but how he if he had came in like if he was young, if he was in his twenties, if he hadn't played in Japan, what he could have done in the um, in the league. Yeah. yeah, but um, any other MVP seasons stand out to you? Uh, you know, I kind of it's crazy, but I almost kind of forgot about the King Griffey Jr. one. Um, that you yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. oh yeah, that one definitely stood out to me. Oh yeah, he was the kid. So. He was definitely the kid, all right. I'm telling you, and still one of the, the the sweetest swing I've ever seen. That's that swing is beautiful. Yeah, I, I don't think you know you'll ever see another smooth swing like that. So. Yeah, he just it just it just looked effortlessly. It just made it look so effortlessly. But yeah, man, like I said, this is a lot of big name people. Like I say, Mike Trout, he's won multiple MVPs. Uh, let's see, Vladimir Guerrero won in 2000. Uh, he hit 337, 39 home runs, 126 RBIs. Uh, Albert Pujols, he won multiple. He got, uh, I think he won like three MVPs. He had multiple MVP seasons. Uh, your boy from Atlanta, Tripper Jones, he won it in 99. Uh, he batted 319, 45 home runs, 110 RBIs. Uh, Sammy Sosa, um, during the... Who? Um, I know, I know, right? Like, who, 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 who's, that, who's, who's that guy? Sammy Sosa. Huh? So, so some guy that played for the Cubs, some guy back in 98, you know, during the whole home run chase and everything. He won, He may not have won the home run battle, but he won MVP that season, batting 308, 66 home runs, and 
58 RBI. Yeah, some some guy to play for the Cubs back in the day. Mm, oh man, how the mighty have fallen! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. How the mighty have fallen! Jeez. Oh my! God. Oh no, Frank Thomas. He won back to back in '93 uh, and '94. He won the MVP award. '93, uh, he hit 317 with 41 home runs, 128 RBIs, and he came back the next season and won it again, batting 353, uh, 38 home runs, and 101 RBIs. So back to back MVPs for the big hurt. Mm-hmm. Now he's doing commercials now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are, right? That's right. And yeah. she likes it too. <laughs> <laughs> that gets me up. Oh, hey, hey, it's oh, an endorsement, man. right? So. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Wink, wink. She'll like it too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, George Brett. Uh, won MVP in 1980. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's just like uh, John McElroy tennis. He's more mm-hmm. for yelling and screaming at the doggone judges than for actually mm-hmm. being a good player. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. crazy, crazy, crazy. Joe Torrey won the MVP in 1971. He batted 363, 24 home runs, and 137 RBIs. So, old manager Joe Torrey won the, the former MVP. Now you know who I'm surprised. Well. No, in a way, I'm kind of not surprised that they never won the MVP. Who we talked about uh, the previous episode um, about his career or whatnot. So, the good old uh, Mister won't go into the Hall of Fame until he's gone. So. Yeah, yeah, Mister Pete Rose. Yeah. So. And yeah, then again, when you look, but when you look at his, you know, his career stats outside of the hits, I mean, his stats was not. You know, all that great, to be honest, outside of the hits. So, mm-hmm. oh, he, oh, he did win one. He, he did, did one in '73. Ah, okay. He, yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm just checking here now. Yeah, was, Reggie Jackson won it in the American League, and he won it. Yeah, he batted only five home runs. I don't know how many hits he got that year, but it says he batted three eighty, three thirty-eight, five home runs, and sixty-four RBI. So he did get wow. an MVP. Five home runs. Hit five home runs, <laughs> five home runs, and won, hitting, and won and won the MVP. He tried hitting five home runs in, in today's game and expect to win the MVP. Yeah. Ex- ex- exactly, exactly. Yeah, ain't, ain't no way, ain't no way. No. And then he had a, but he had a hundred, hundred and ninety-two hits. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, maybe, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, wasn't known for his power, but he, he could hit that baseball. I mean, the only other time I would say that you, that could possibly happen is this year. But yeah, very yeah. true. Other than very that, true. No, no. No, that very, very, very true. Yeah, no, Andrew McCutcheon, he's the former MVP. He won it in 2013. Yeah, Andrew McCutcheon, he got an MVP under his belt. 317, 21 home runs, 84 RBIs. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like I said, these are, these are some, like I say, some of the, you know, all-time greats. Got some legends, Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers. Got some big-time names on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts on that, the um, MVP? Any other thoughts on the award or people that have won or anybody you think should have won one that never won one? Any other thoughts? I mean, I'm trying to think, like, um, hmm, that's... People that probably should have won the award. I can't really think of nobody off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there are some players mm-hmm. that have had some stellar seasons that they probably should have won. But like I say, when it comes to baseball MVP, it, it always seemed like the right person wins the mm-hmm. award the season that they win. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's never one of those like, oh, such a shut should have really won this award. And everything. So, oh, you know who somebody who won should have won one. I don't see his name on here. De- I know his number. No, he might not have been. He was a very good player. He might not, but a power hitter as well. But Derek Jeter. I suppose he didn't win an MVP at least once. Yeah, he's yeah. probably one of the ones. If he's one of the first ones that probably comes to mind, they should have won. Because, you know, as, as I said about Pete Rose, because Derek Jeter was like, next one, but then we say, oh, Pete Rose was. I was like, well, okay, maybe Derek Jeter has one. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking over here. I, I, don't, I don't see his name. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember him winning one. Yeah, he, he, he had some good, he had some very good season. He could have been in the, in the running. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the first name that comes off the top of my head. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's anything else on that? No, that's pretty much it. Okay, so that's the MVP award. Now, before we wrap up out of here, let's go to the current standings for the American and National League. Uh, wow. Uh, American League East. Uh, right now, you got the Rays on top at 28 and 15, followed by the Blue Jays, Yankees, Orioles, and Red Sox. Both in this division right now. Wow. Um, yeah. I know, right? How, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> oh, man. Um, huh. Well, I mean, at least there's one uh, Florida team that I can get behind, at least, in a positive yeah, right. light. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and you know you know what? what a, well, I'll save it to after we talk about the National League. <laughs> but, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the Rays look like yeah. They, I don't know. They they might. They they could. They could hold on if they hold tight. They hold strong. Mm-hmm. They, they, they could win that division. So. Mm-hmm. And who I've been surprised by in this division is actually the Orioles. I mean, they've actually been playing some pretty good baseball. That they had won like four or five in the row. They've been playing good baseball. I'm surprised. They got a lot of. Unknown names and young talent over there, but I'm the Orioles from actually, even though you know they close to the bottom, they've been playing better baseball than I thought they would be playing. <laughs> they're not to stand at the bottom, that they were the Red Sox that only you know won 15 games. So, I don't know what happened to the Red Sox, they just I don't, I, 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 don't I don't know. Mm. They do Mookie Betts and everything, they just <laughs> gone, gone downhill. <laughs> Now, on to the AL Central, we got the Indians on top at 26 and 16, followed by the White Sox, Twins, Tigers, and Royals. Thoughts on this division? I mean, I think I said in the previous episode that 
that's a three team race, and when you got mm-hmm. three teams that's that's separated by half a game, yeah, that's pretty much, yeah, pretty much a half a game separating the Indians, White Sox, and Twins. So that's what that's that's, that's gonna go down to the wire. That's gonna go down to like the final game to see who actually yeah. wins that. Yeah, so this should be exciting to watch because you know as it mm-hmm. get closer to the end of the season, you know they're gonna be really. Okay, because you're going to start getting a lot of divisional games, too, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, because we're going to get tight. Yeah, that one's going to go down to the wire. That should be a good one to uh, keep an eye on. Now, on to the AL West, you got the Athletics on top, followed by the Astros, Mariners, Angels, and Rangers. Thoughts on this division? Uh, I mean, because I think a while back, I think we were talking about the Astros might you know, have this division, but it looked like Billy Bean got his team on, you know, going on the right path, so. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised by the Angels. I figured, you know, you add Anthony Vendome or Mike Trout, and you still got Pujols out there who's still, you know, pretty pretty solid and everything, too. But I don't think they got much pitching over there. I think they got the hitters, but I don't think they got much pitching over there. No, and, uh, and, so. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's their problem. They need to get some get some arms out there so they can, they can get it together. But over to the National League, the NL East, you got the Braves on top, followed by the Phillies, Marlins, Mets, and the Nationals at the bottom of the division. Ouch. 16 and 25. Uh, thoughts on this one? Uh, okay, so look, I'm, I'm happy that the Braves are number one, of course. Mm-hmm. But I still have this sneaky feeling. That good old bad news Marlins will mm-hmm. find a way to slither their way into something. And who's mm-hmm. to say we don't end up with a World Series of Tampa Bay and the freaking Marlins? <laughs> now, wouldn't that be something? So, you get the Marlins and Tampa Bay. So, yeah. Battle of the Florida World Series. Now, wouldn't that be something? That'd be crazy. That would really, that would really be something. Because don't they start that expanded like playoff something this season too? So yes, they still, they, yeah, yeah. So that's that. Yeah, they could you know get on a run late and squeak in there and like I say, <laughs> get to the World Series and then blow, win the whole thing and then blow the team up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they do. Yeah, cause they don't want to pay nobody, which is like no. Like, they don't have a lot doing? of young. They have, they have, yeah, I they have some young up and coming talent and everything. They say, no, get these guys out of here. We're gonna get paid, these guys. Get them out. Of here. Two. Mm-hmm. Turn, turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the NL Central. We got the Cubs on top, followed by the Cardinals, Brewers, uh, Reds, and the Pirates. Thoughts on this division? Uh, I think the Cubs got that. Got that division. Um, oh, yeah. It's not like you got that on lock. Yeah. Even, which is kind of weird. Even though, well, you know, the Cardinals, wait, was it the Cardinals or was it the Reds that was kind of screwed up with only playing five games? For, you know? It was one of those two. I think it might have been the Cardinals. Okay. One of those two teams. But I want to say it was the Cardinals. Because was, it's uh, crazy how, <laughs> it's crazy how they're separated by only one loss in the loss column between the Cubs and the Cardinals. But, mm-hmm. you know, is. Like I said, it's weird, but they but they only consider three games back, and it's like how? Mm-hmm. How? Yeah, where, where 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 you getting that? They got twenty five. They got eight seconds. Like how you how you how, where you getting that from? Yeah, like huh? Like huh? Like, I don't I don't get that. I mean, I'm no math expert or anything, but something like that that the 
math don't seem right. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what, is, what is this? Scott Steiner math? What is this? That's what it is. Scott Steiner math. Okay, so now to the NL West. You got the Dodgers on top, followed by the Padres, Giants, Rockies, and the Diamondbacks. Look on this one. Uh, the Magic Man got his team on going straight too. He got, he, he got he got them going and everything. But watch out for the Padres. The Padres they've been playing some good ball they've been, too. Yeah, they've been playing some good ball with uh Fernando Tatis Jr. over there, Manny Machado over there. I, I, I think the Dodgers got that on lock, but the Padres could maybe if they get on a roll. I wouldn't I wouldn't count them out neither. So that's gonna be an interesting yeah. fight between those two. It's gonna come down to those two, I think. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Mhm. And let's see, games going on currently. Let's see, we got oh wow, uh, final from earlier. You got the Brewers. They destroyed the Tigers, nineteen to nothing. Good lord, jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a minute since we've seen one of these blowout games. Yeah, we the games have been a little more even keel. Like in the first couple of weeks, we've seen like these big high scoring games, but yeah, we, we haven't seen a blowout like that in a while. Good grief! And you got the Royals that beat the Indians three nothing. Uh, bottom of the ninth right now. You got the Yankees on top of the Blue Jays seven to two. White Sox are shutting out the Pirates eight nothing in the top of the eighth. Bottom of the fifteenth, Braves are beating on the Marlins uh sixteen to eight. Uh, let's see. Orioles, Mets, all tied up at six. Bottom of the sixth inning. Bottom of the fourth between the Angels and the Rangers. Angels are up two to one. Rockies and Padres. Padres are up two one in the bottom of the fifth. Bottom of the fourth. Reds are leading the Cubs three nothing. Astros one nothing against Oakland. Bottom of the second. Top of the first. Diamondbacks and Dodgers. No score in that one. And let's see, getting ready to start in a few. Mariners, Giants, and let's see, got tomorrow's game. Tigers, Cardinals, pretty much the same, same matchups, pretty much. But I think Nationals would be off right now. But or Nationals get Nationals and Braves tomorrow. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, uh, any thoughts on these games? Uh, I mean, I don't know what's going on with. Um, well, I mean, it's good to see that the Braves are beating up on the Marlins. So you know, it's funny mm-hmm. to watch that, but. Still, mm-hmm. they're gonna make some type of a run. Don't be surprised at that. But that, no, 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 not not at all, man, not but, at all. I, I guess the Tigers just said, ah, we're not showing up for that game. So. No, <laughs> we, we said we told you the cow we forfeit. <clears throat> oh my goodness, that's crazy, 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 crazy. But yeah, that's the standings and the games going on right now. But one thing before we get up out of here, it seems like. After they had those corona cases early on, it seems like they've kind of gotten things under control. We haven't had any more, from what I've heard, they haven't even had any more positive cases. So hopefully it stays like that. Uh, any thoughts on that? It seems like they've kind of gotten it under control after they had that whole incident with, with the Marlins. Uh, almost. Yeah. For the, whole, for the whole season, they got things under control, it seems like. Yeah, oh, my God. Just, just ridiculous. Freaking Marlins. But anyway. Marlins, <laughs> it would be them that would, you know, sabotage the whole season. Yeah, it would be them. Pretty much. Um, but, yeah, I guess, you know, they got everything under control. And who knows? They they probably had some meetings or whatnot. And, you know, at least 
like you see, all this gotten curved and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, and but it's gonna be interesting because I mean the NBA it it didn't have any issues like that. No, no, they've been doing good in the bubble with all their stuff and, too. And I mean, of course, we got football starting back. Next mm-hmm. week, so mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of see how that goes or whatnot. So, but yeah, at least at least they were able to, you know, rein in what could have potentially been like, oh my god, here we go, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so it's good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, some folks, it's good to be able to get things under control. Yeah. So so MB, so I have to give uh, MLB you know credit for you know getting that situation handled because it could have you know it they could have. Easily have been like, nope, we're shutting it all down. So, because that's what they were—they were actually talking about that. They were thinking about it. if they couldn't have got it under control, they were thinking about actually shutting things they, down. So whatever they, whatever they did is it's, it's working, and they've been playing the games and haven't heard had any more issues. So, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it continues that way. Like I said, with the playoffs and everything coming up, it's, it's going to be crazy. Like you said, you have all the major sports going on at the same time. You have baseball, basketball, hockey. Football all going on at the same time. Like I said, football season getting ready to start. You got baseball you know, wrapping up their season, getting into the playoffs, the NBA into the NBA finals, hockey gonna be the Stanley Cup. This is wild, man. Like I said, we both, you know, both big sports fans. All the years we've been watching sports, I've never seen anything like seen anything like this. This is gonna be one for the for the record books for sure. Yeah. Most definitely. But I'm still trying to figure out, okay, when exactly is the next season of the NBA season is going to start because we're still in, you know, this past season. This is right. Yeah, they, they, they already said that they're going to push back the draft and push back free agency and everything. But when exactly is the next season going to start? That's that's a very good. I I I don't know. That's 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 gonna, that's the million dollar question right there, man. So it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. But I remember like what you said too. Like maybe like around Christmas time. But still, you're still gonna have basket. You're still gonna have base. Not baseball, but uh, football. So you have football and basketball. You know, like going strong at the same time. Even though I mean that does happen normally, but mm-hmm. it, it's just weird of how okay we're. You know, we're still in this past season. We're still in we're still in the 2019-2020 season. We're not in the 2020-2021 season. No, <laughs> so. we're not. Because normally this time, you know, everybody will start be you know reporting the training camps and stuff and start you know getting ready for the next season. But now they you know going in the middle of the playoffs and ready for the the finals and everything too. Is but like I said, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna set things back for the next couple of seasons. Is this it really is? It's gonna be it's gonna be wild, man. It's gonna be wild. But it seems like the only, the only sport that's truly affected by that is the NBA because baseball it just is. said, "Oh, we just want to play our our last quarter mm-hmm. of the season," you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. football is just you know just getting getting started. Getting started. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not an the NBA is really like the only one that's really suffering the most, being affected the most by this whole you know pandemic and everything. Yeah. So. Just setting everything back, like I say, f- football. F- football was lucky that they it like right at the right time, so they could kind of still keep things, you know, on pace to start on time. Because like I say, baseball just you know shortened their season to sixty games, but NBA and hockey, they had already, they were already, you know, coming toward the end of their season. And now they finishing, they finished the remainder of the season and getting into the playoffs. So it's just, 
Ooh, I'm glad I'm glad it's not me. It's gonna get complicated there for a while, man. But then again, I mean, college football is kind of screwed up right now. So Oh, big oh no, no, that, that, that that's big time. They 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 screwed big time, man. I, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. So yeah, it's gonna be weird. Yeah, so throw that into the mix too, man. But yeah, man, another great show here tonight. Anything you'd like to plug, sir? Uh, yes, actually. So over on Movie Talk, I actually am starting my uh, 70s month on the podcast. I already did the 60s uh, a couple of months back. So I'm actually starting a 1970s month. Uh, so doing films that came out in the 1970s. Uh, so for episode 174, I'll be doing this older film, Western film called uh, Buck and the Preacher with stars Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, and Ruby D. So that's the next one that I have uh, coming up on Movie Talk. Since I kind of took a little break from Movie Talk after I finished with uh, Movie Sequels Month um, in August, I took a mm-hmm. little, I took like a week off basically. So, yeah. So you know, just kind of, I need—I don't know. Maybe I just need a little break. You know how they go sometimes. You need a little. Oh yeah, you definitely need that. Yeah, a little definitely breather and everything. So yeah, I decided. And plus, the movies I'm covering for the month of um, September for '70s month are movies that I've never really seen. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of Buck and the Preacher before, but this was the first time I actually sat and watched it from beginning to end. And then mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of the month, I have um, this car movie called Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, um, The Deep, which uh, starred Nick Nolte, Jacqueline Bassett, and Louis Gossett Jr. And then rounding it out, I'll be doing um, Cooley High. But, uh, but yeah, so, like I said, so I'm, even though it's 70s month, but I kind of pick movies that I've never really watched, you know, in its entirety or, or you know, know too, too much about. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool, man. Awesome. Sounds good. And as far as I'm concerned, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris as well as Instagram, DCSportsFan23. Check out my website, thecashinexperience.com. Everything's on there, blog, products, you name it, anything that I got going on, I post on the website. I recently posted my picks for week one. Can't believe it's time for football again. It's something a little different this time. I did audio picks. I did a recording and just, you know, read my picks off for the week. I'm going to get back to the written picks for the remainder of the season next week. And, of course, if anybody wants to, you know, pick games with me for the remainder of the season, just hit me up. Let me know. I would love to have you on board. But, yeah, thecashandexperience.com. Everything I got going on is on the website. Cool. Cool. Yes. So, any last words for this episode 31? Um, I got nothing. Not for this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We guys take care. Be safe out there as always. And we will see you in two weeks. Peace out. Peace.